Aloha, it's Kiana, and here are today's top Hawaii headlines from the editors at the Honolulu Star Advertiser. Also, huge mahalo to Long's Drugs Hawaii for sponsoring the show. Head on over to your neighborhood Long's Drugs for all your shopping needs. Honolulu police made a grisly discovery Tuesday while searching a Hawaii Loa Ridge home in connection with the missing persons case. The decomposing body of an elderly man was found in a bathtub filled with concrete and covered with a layer of coffee. The victim has not been identified, but police believe it is the owner of the house at 357 Lelekepue Place. Records indicate the home belongs to 73-year-old Gary Leslie Ruby. Police are now searching for two men who were seen at the property during an HPD welfare check on Monday. 23-year-old Juan Tejedor Barone, who claimed to live at the Hawaii Loa Ridge home, and 34-year-old Scott Hannon were questioned and released before the body was found. Barone has a residence in Texas and Hannon has a Massachusetts address, but used a passport to enter Hawaii. According to police, Barron's brother said Barone and the victim were in an intimate relationship. Police spotted the two suspects in the Waikiki area early Tuesday morning. Anyone with information about their location is asked to call 911. After nearly two years, Hawaii's indoor mask mandate will sunset on March 25th. Governor David Ige made the announcement on Tuesday. Hawaii is the last U.S. state to announce an end to its mask mandate after coronavirus cases dropped steeply nationwide. Ige cited the continuation of declining COVID-19 case counts and hospitalizations, along with better treatments as motivation for his decision. However, Ige warned that he would reimpose the mask policy if cases rise dramatically. Meanwhile, Hawaii's public schools will continue to require masks indoors. Outdoor mask use at Hawaii's 257 regular public schools became optional today. State health officials have recommended masking for densely populated settings like schools, public transportation, and prisons. The State Department of Health advises that immunocompromised individuals and anyone at high risk for serious illness continue to wear masks indoors. Native Hawaiians held a rally at the state capitol Tuesday in support of a measure that would remove the University of Hawaii as steward of state-managed lands on Mauna Kea. The gathering took place as a state house passed a bill that creates a new independent entity to oversee management of the mountain. The new stewardship authority would develop a framework to limit astronomy development and create a plan to return the summit to its natural state. The measure now faces scrutiny by the Senate. Tuesday's rally was organized by Native Hawaiian members of the Mauna Kea Working Group. The group worked for six months to create the report that served as a foundation for the recently passed House bill. Meanwhile, UH continues in its role as steward of Hawaii's tallest mountain. The university is seeking public input on an update to the 2009 Mauna Kea Comprehensive Management Plan. The UH Hilo Center uses the Mauna Kea Comprehensive Management Plan, the Mauna Kea Master Plan, and the Mauna Kea Administrative Rules as guides in its stewardship of the mountain. A significant portion of Hawaii is experiencing drought conditions when the islands should be seeing more rain. A report from the State Department of Land and Natural Resources said rain should be plentiful this time of year. Instead, all the main Hawaiian islands are experiencing at least moderate drought. 
The northwestern tips of Kauai and Maui are experiencing severe droughts, according to the U.S. Drought Monitor. The only areas of the state not currently experiencing a drought are the north and west parts of the Big Island. Monitored streams across the state are showing flow at record low rates, with some approaching the lowest flows ever reported, Land and Natural Resources said. As a result, the State Commission of Water Resource Management is advising people in Maui County to reduce water use. On a wider scale, the state fire manager warns that Hawaii could see devastating wildfires this year. The woman who spearheaded a 2019 lobbying effort to retain the Russian name of a historic Hawaii fort has been charged with illegally acting as an agent of the Russian government. Elena Branson was charged Tuesday for failing to register under the Foreign Agents Registration Act. A criminal complaint filed in New York claims Branson conspired with others to push pro-Russian policies and messages and build relationships with county, state, and federal government officials. Branson was the head of several pro-Russian organizations operating in the U.S., including the Russian Community Council of the USA. In Hawaii, Branson directed efforts to lobby elected officials, including Felicia Cowden, the current chair of the Kauai County Council's Public Safety and Human Services Committee. Between 2018 and 2019, emails were exchanged and meetings were arranged in a bid to halt the renaming of Russian Fort Elizabeth to Paulaula. The Kauai affair culminated in Cowden and other individuals from Hawaii taking a trip to Moscow to discuss the matter with Russian delegates, including the country's deputy foreign minister. Cowden told the FBI in 2020 that Branson visited her office with letters from the Russian government for delivery to various Hawaii politicians. For more on these stories and all the latest headlines, subscribe to the Honolulu Star Advertiser. Visit Hawaii's top source for breaking news online at StarAdvertiser.com and download the Star Advertiser mobile app. Mahalo, have a great day, and we'll see you back here tomorrow.